Hello there. It's time for the breakdown. You know that breakdown. The breakdown with Ed and Sean. You know those two. It's called Geeksters. Geeksters is taped for a live studio audience. And welcome to episode 278, part one of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. Ooh. <clears throat> All right, let's get this out of the way. For you people who download the podcast. Yes. You might have noticed something different last week, and that was there was no intros and outros. Right. It was just pure, unadulterated show. Yes. You might be going, what happened? <laughs> um, here's the funny thing about that night. Uh, last week, we were coming home from the studio. It was on a dark road. It was a dark, stormy night. No, it's kind of stormy. It was just it was just over. Um, the road that we take coming home from the um, studio. studio. Uh, for those people who don't know, we live in Pennsylvania, and around this time of year, it's pothole season. Right. Um, what happens is, is that we have snow. Trucks dump snow, uh, um, salt on the tar. After time, the road gets eroded through the salt. Right. So what happens is... And to paint a little picture, sorry to to interrupt you. Pennsylvania is the number one state out of all 50 for the worst roads. And Philadelphia is the number one city and or the, the the southeast section of Pennsylvania, which we live in, is the worst area for roads itself. So we are living in the worst section in the world, or at least America, for roads. Right. So um, there's these holes called potholes um, <laughs> in the road sometimes, a lot, frequently. Yes. Um, and on the way home, I'm following Ed, and I see... Ed kind of car kind of dip a little bit. I'm like, oh, we hit in a pothole. And as I realized that, I see the pylons that were supposed to be there to indicate a pothole. And went, oh, there must be pum punk and pum punk because <laughs> it was a. And then I felt the tire pop, like pum punk pum Yeah, and I was like, shit. For those people who don't know, um, my car. The driver's rear driver's side tire blew on me. Yeah. Um, it needed the money. <laughs> um, it, 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 Such a classic. <laughs> classics never get old. Um, so Stacy's in the car with me. We fortunately were able to get off the road mm-hmm. um, because we were. It's not a main road. It's a it's a side street, if you best we could say. It, it's know? a side street that goes through basically a shopping complex. Yes, because there's Best Buy, there's um, Home Depot, and Home Depot's parking lot where the tractor trailer trucks. Yes. <laughs> Where they get their load dropped off at. <laughs> they drop off their load. <laughs> Gotta make it dirty. Um, I was able to pull into their that area underneath a, a street light mm-hmm. so we could have some light on the situation and got out and there's my tire. The rim is dented in two spots. Tire's flat as all hell. And I'm like, oh boy, I hope that spare in the tire's got air in it. If not, we're fucked. Like, <laughs> <laughs> now at this point, I'm... You're gone. I'm gone. I, you know, I, I, I hit the potholes. I'm like, ooh, that was pretty bad. Now I'm in an SUV vehicle, 
so I can withstand sometimes those potholes, you know, pretty much. And I am in a luxury vehicle <laughs> yes. somewhat, and my car is not built for that kind of stuff. No, it's not. So I turn like it, it has a slight turn to the right. So basically I saw his headlights and I looked back again and they were gone. And I'm like, what the hell happened? And I'm sitting at a light now. There's, of course, there's no traffic because it's Sunday nights, and, and especially in the shopping complexes, they're all closed. There's right. no business going on. There's not a lot of cars going around. So I kind of waited there for a little bit, like, I think one light, and I got a text from Sean saying, hey, I guess got a flat. <laughs> I guess I'm not coming home. I'll see you later, you know, yeah. like, thing. And I'm like, well, let me turn around and help the man. <laughs> so that's what I did. Yeah, so we were there. Um, it took us a little while to um, – I have – the jack in my car is not technically compatible with the car that I have. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, that's I why didn't... it gives us a little problem. Okay. Um, because, I mean, unless... Okay, here's what happened. We were having problems jacking up the car because the jack I thought was in the right spot, but every time we were lifting the car up, the tire wasn't lifting on the ground, which made me worried. I thought the axle broke. Yeah. But it didn't. It no. wasn't because it, I, I, you know... It got me. I drove. Yeah. So like, if the axle broke, I wouldn't have been able to drive underneath. The You'd be scraping the back of your car right. to the yeah. That wasn't the case. So I'm like, all right, well, and then I went on the phone with my insurance company because I thought I had you know like a, a coverage for roadside assistance. Now I gotta be honest, as a guy, yeah, kind of a little of a little ding to the pride because throughout my high school, I know how to change a tire. Okay. Know how to change a tire. I changed plenty of them in my lifetime as a driver. Been driving since I was 16. I got quite a few t- flat tires under my belt. Yes. You know, so it's kind of frustrating when I couldn't get it to get it right. And he could, couldn't jack it. I couldn't jack it. <laughs> um, the car is, the ground's also semi-wet because it was raining most of the day. Yes. And we had towels laid down because I had towels in the back, you know, the, the, the trunk of my car mm-hmm. for just these kinds of situations, by the way. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't find the sweet spot for the jack. So I'm on the phone with my company with my insurance company, thinking I can get like at least a tow truck up here to be able to jack up the car, right? So I can at least change the tire. Mm-hmm. I didn't need him to actually change my tire. I know how to do that. I just need help lifting it up the ground. I, I can't get you <laughs> and Stacy at the end going, okay, one, two, three, lift, yeah, zip, zip, zip. Okay, put it back and drive it. I can't, you can't do that, right? Um, my insurance company said, well, it's going to be an out-of-pocket cost. And I got to say, my insurance company could pinpoint, pinged my phone and was able to pinpoint where I was at because there wasn't really a street uh, sign right. available to be going to go, oh, I'm here, you know. But they were kind enough to be able to ping me. And then um, I don't ping me. <laughs> and, well, this is a dirty story, I'll tell you. <laughs> well, you know, I got to make it interesting. Um, so because it's really, it's basically, you just got a flat tire and you wind up changing it. Yeah, we're gonna try to make it interesting. <laughs> what to me was making it funny was I was like, there's three experts trying to change a tire, and everybody has their own opinion on how to change a tire. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, you know, like I always, I'm the one that kind of guys. You know, you got to do this, and of course, Sean's like, yeah, I fucking know how to do this. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I know how to do this. Yes. And Stacy's gone. I've changed tires before. You know, like, like yeah, yeah, sure, 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 sure. sure, 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 sure. <laughs> You know, so while I'm on the phone, my insurance company apparently Stacy and you found the sweet spot. For I, found, the jack. I found the I found the hole. There's a hole you have to find in your frame generally if if you have that certain kind of jack where you have to. It's like a it's called a twirl jack, and you have to twirl it up or twirl it down to lift the car up and down. And 
you slide it under there, there's two little, uh, well, I call them bunny ears. I don't right. know the technical yeah, term. But they, they're two ears that stick up, and you have to push it along the frame. And then the center of it is like a hole uh, or a, uh, a piece of metal, round metal that's on the jack. So you have to find the hole where it lands and basically put that in there, and it lifts the car up. Right. So Sean couldn't find it. He did it twice. He was close to it. He was a little bit too far back. Story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and then he tried for even further back, and I said, don't do that. That's, like, the worst thing you can yeah. do because <laughs> next thing you know, we're going to have a half Sean. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if the show would have wheelchair access. <laughs> Half the man it used to be. <laughs> um, so as as he was on the phone, we were able to find that hole and then be able to jack it up. So while he was like, oh, really? It's going to cost me extra. <laughs> like, right. How much extra? And, and the woman was like, well, it depends on which company you go to. I can email you a list. And I'm like, oh, fine. Sure. You mean I'm a list? As I'm watching them starting to lift the car, I'm like, you know what? Send me that list, and if I'm interested, I'll call you back. But we got it. Thanks, bye, click. You know. <laughs> but the thing that's funny is because Sean and I are in our 40s, and we're not in great shape. Right. So, so eventually, Stacy, who's much younger than us, came in for the rescue, basically, and Jack was jacking the car up just this far enough. I'm like, now nah, give it a couple more. To <laughs> right. we, we became foremans. <laughs> Just standing there going, no, no, a couple more cranks. Just keep going. <laughs> All we needed to be like two hillbillies on a on a porch, you know, with a lady sitting there and we're telling her how to jack the car off from a distance. You know, you know, you're doing that all wrong. <laughs> you know, just kept, you know, those three more cranks counterclockwise, clockwise, and then I'll get it up there right there. You need <laughs> So needless to say, we got you know the jack in the right spot. We changed the tire, and then there's always that that nervousness is after you tighten the lug nuts down to that first drive to make sure the tire doesn't start to wobble. Wobble, right. Because if it starts to wobble, you're like, fuck, I got to jack the car up and take, you know, realign the tire Sorry. again. But fortunately, old hands here, <laughs> we were able to get tight and, and run the right spot and then we drove halfway home or like two-thirds of the way home. Yeah. I was able to pull off into our local convenience store, which is a Wawa, and double-check to make sure, you know, that everything was, make sure that the lug nuts were still tight and yeah. they were and it went a better way and then, but at that point it was too late and I was just like yeah we're just gonna go home and, yeah and like, like like I one in, the one in the morning finally we got home yeah at that point it's like it's way too late yeah I was like there's no way we can we can successfully do it and our hands my our hands were caked with like kind of a rusty the dirty car yeah. feel and you're like kind of wet because the ground was wet and you're like ugh, ugh. yeah Last thing you want to do is go into a studio and make yuck yucks. Yeah, like, hey, hey, yeah I'm really like, funny because I got a flat tire. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's the reason why there's no intros and outros to last week's show. Yes. Um, obviously, that's not the case here now because yes. we just gave you an intro. <laughs> so we hope you enjoyed this one. So, But in this part of the show, you'll hear our review of Black Panther, what we did during the course of the week. Uh, Ed and I... We talk a little John Wick too. Yes, because I did see that as a right. as an extra uh, thing in the week, and then I actually talked about two things that happened the previous week, which I forgot to talk about the week before. So I figured I'd throw that in then. And then we kind of wax fantastic on how we think uh, the next Marvel movie is going to go, <laughs> like who lives, who dies, and where do you carry on from there. Then of course that gives us releases of the week. So why don't you sit back? 
and relax and enjoy this part of the show. And we'll be back at the end to wish you a fond adieu to part two. And welcome to Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. And as always, is the lovely Stacy. Hi. So, Ed, what's shaking? What's shaking? Yeah. Well, welcome to the program, everybody. First yeah, yeah, off. welcome to the program. What's going on? <laughs> um, well, let's see. This week, I... Uh... Uh, oh, I saw John Wick too. I got a. We get uh, every once in a while on my Sling TV. We get free weekends. A lot of times, actually, I, I pretty much get. A, I almost have like premium channels almost every weekend because oh, I want to put a pre free preview. So I got to see John Wick too, which I was looking forward to seeing, and uh, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a really good film. Um, you know, I don't want to spoil too much because I'm well, obviously. I think this point, if you you know, if you haven't seen it. I, it's weird that I, I actually have it. I thought if I knew you haven't seen it, I would have brought it over. We could have watched it for movie night one night. <laughs> yeah, was, uh, some of the some of the like sometimes we don't we don't like like I figure you're gonna bring it one day, you know. And I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm not gonna. Right. You know. <laughs> but anyway, uh, but I enjoyed it highly, and I just uh, it really opened up for our third movie, which I'm kind of actually looking forward to. I mean, you know, I I can't get tired of Keanu Reeves. I... Beating the crap out of shoot killing people. <laughs> there is just something uh, just wonderful about it. Yes. Like I, I don't know if it's it's that flashback to the Matrix age. Yes. Or just because John Wick was so good, it doesn't matter. I'm like anytime it's on, I'd be like, Oh, it's John Wick. Oh, he really knows how to he handles a weapon real nice. And when the sequel came out, it was real jacked for it. And it wasn't as great as the first one, but it was still good. I know they're making a third. I know that they're doing a TV series about the Continental, so it's going to be like a. And Keanu Reeves is is the executive producer of it, mm. so it seems like you're kind of stuck with John Wick stories, or at least you know the world of the assassins that he comes from. Well, it's the same in this movie. They showed the kind of the more of the world of it, like how things are done business wise, yeah. type of thing. And I I really thought that was so neat because it's it looked like like a 1950s kind of almost like a. Uh, a, a, an old belt, ma bell telephone kind of setup because yeah. everybody had the plugins. Like if you if you've seen old television or old movies, you see these those people with the with the, the punch pad uh, punch ring panels. Ring. Yes, Ring. yes. Give me to. Uh, I need to call WRK Stat. Yes, sir. Hold, please. Pulls out the thing, pushing things in. Yeah, you know, and they, you're now connected, sir. <laughs> So it was that kind of stuff, but it but it had a, like a modern feel because all the women had like they looked like they were dressed in nineteen fifties, but they had tattoos all over them. So yeah, kind of gives you that like yeah, it's an old age, but it's still like an updated version of like, it. Like it must so be a hell of a dress code. Like okay, you know what, <laughs> you're good, but we need you to you have a uniform. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, and they're like, but uh, I mean, if you're a suicide girl, girl, you, you got a job apparently. Yeah, you know. <laughs> So it fits that kind of criteria, it does. that look, that design of it. I was like, yeah, that kind of classic style, but more modern version of it. Really cool. I like I said, I really enjoyed the, the movie, and I can't wait for the third one. I, really, I know it's exciting. Uh, was what else did you do? Well, actually, um, I did catch up on Arrow and uh, uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow. I mean, if anybody's watching this show, God <laughs> bless you, because this is getting weirder and weirder every week. I watch this. But I cannot stop watching. See, there you go. That's it's, the it's, 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 it's like it must be good because I, you know, it's still drawing me in because I'm like, well, how bad is it going to be this week? That's how. Oh. That's the theme that you have to really <laughs> take away from this. It's not so much like it's so awesome. You got to watch it. It's just like it gets bizarre, more, more and more bizarre every week. And you know, they, I, I, I know they have to deal with Netflix. So I know like eight at eight days, like a week after it, the season finale, it shows up on Netflix. Mm. So I've been milking the Flash season. Two, yeah, two, I think, or three mm. at this point on Netflix. I'm slowly watching. I'm like, by the time I get done this season, hopefully the new one will be on. That's and right. Keep going. Uh, 
I like Legends of Tomorrow. I like the whole time bendy kind of. It, it, it just it just got weird because like the the leader like the the, the captain of the ship was Rip Hunter, right? And he's no longer really in the show, right? Like, that's the thing they've they've kind of taken away. He decided to create a time bureau to yeah. fix the anomalies that are are happening across the the world or across the time. And uh, he he actually ends up turning like they end up turning against him the time bureau right you know but they're still doing the the right thing they're and they think the the legends are just a bunch of idiots that right are, you know you guys are the reason why we have jobs right. you know? exactly like, you guys keep fucking everything up that's why I created this bureau because to help fix your mistakes and they're, and they're determined to fix their own mistakes because, right because like they're like we're the legends like we're right. gonna do this ourselves you know so they're they're like children who keep getting in trouble and they're like no i can do this they're like no no you're, you're you're not an adult you're not mature enough yet no no i can do i got a time machine we can do this <laughs> you're like uh, no no you can't that's that's see these, this, these hundreds of people they're hired because you guys keep screwing up. Right. You know, we'll, we'll go fix it. No. Then you can put all these people out of job. <laughs> they need their jobs. They have fat mouths to feed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you know what? I'll allow you to keep traveling through time because you're going to keep screwing up. And then it keeps these guys employed. Well, it's the thing. At first, they were going against the legends <laughs> that they were actually trying to track them down and, like, basically incarcerate them to stop oh. them from fixing time. But then, of course, Rip mentions the fact that they need the legends at a certain point in time because they're going to be the saviors. Right. Of, you know, <laughs> thing. Of course, what it is, they don't explain. Well, and- of course not, because you have to let that stretch out for seasons. Right. <laughs> so uh, this week, they, they well, came back last week. It'll be actually, back, the second episode will be on tomorrow. It starts on Mondays now. And they brought... Uh, um, uh, John Constantine is back. Oh, really? Yeah, is from, it, is from, it... Yes, from the nice. show from MT- NBC. Uh, they they brought him back. Actually, if you have the CW CW Seed app, you can actually watch the Constantine NBC show in its entirety. Really? Yes. Wow. Okay. On there. So if you, if you missed it and you want to, you know, you don't want to go through Netflix or or if you don't have, Netflix. I don't think it's on. I don't think Constantine's on Netflix. Okay. Well, then there you go. You know, you know it's it's there <laughs> for you to enjoy. I might have to check uh, my uh, PlayStation Four to see if there is the CWC is on uh, an app. Yeah. Maybe I'll I'll watch because I really never got. I saw the first episode, and I liked it. Never got around to it, and I was like, "Oh, I'll get around to it." Oh, wait, it's been canceled. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> like, oh, all right. Well, I heard he was really, really good, and then it's like, well, he shows up on Arrow. I'm like, good. Like, the fans really like him, and he does a really good job, and he shows up on Arrow. And I'm like, good, good going. He, he has a steady job, and then well, he they, leaves, and then <laughs> they did. We did report back a while ago that they are developing a. Uh, animated show right and he's the guy who plays john constantine is going to be the voice of uh john constantine in the animated series well he so. he was the voice in the um um justice league dark animated movie yes I was like, right you know good job so they're, they're talking about it so i haven't seen anything yet but we'll you know we'll keep, we'll keep you posted that's right when we know you'll know here at geeksters boom um and then of course last week you know we were talking i did forget two things that happened during that week that i wanted to talk about the first one was not really that big of a deal of course it's, it is a world event so it's you know since we're kind of a world podcast figured sure. i mentioned it just you know briefly the fact that the the olympics started last week yeah i didn't sing a single minute of it really yeah it's not my thing okay you haven't like scrolled past none of the big news on facebook or nothing nope, nothing i must hit i must have the right news groups because i think the only thing i saw that was um, Olympic worthy was that hey here's a whole patch of new memes thanks to the Olympics and I was like 
Uh, I'll look at it. I guess I won't get any of these references, but my internet connection was at work was slow, so I was like, oh, look, I don't see a single meme. Moving on. Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, I... Um, I know I did see one one article where it was the girl won a gold medal. She woke up late, forgot her coat, said "fuck" on live TV, and still won, the and gold. still won the gold. And it was like, America. and it makes makes me nothing better be more American than that. Yep. You know, um, it's in China. Yes. Okay. No, not China. It's in South Korea. South Korea. Sorry. Sorry. Pyeongchang, South Korea is where it's at. All right. Did you watch any of it? Yeah, I've been watching it. You know, often my my wife more into the Olympics than I am, so I I kind of catch it when she because she's like some of the stuff I don't watch. Like I I, I do like to watch luge for some not luge. Uh, yeah, no uh, curling. I'm sorry, curling. Curling. <laughs> curling. I got a curling story. Yeah, and uh, you do. Yeah, I do. Uh, <laughs> so you know that uh, I, I watch that. It's because it's always fun to watch because now it's mixed pairs oh really cranking up the yeah. action and huh? the americans are a brother sister couple uh, a pair and then uh, like some are summer husband and wives some are just like teammates kind of thing right but it's just always fun to watch because like like generally it's like the guy doing all the work and the, the girl yelling at the guy you know, <laughs> it's kind of like life <laughs> and, it, and, and, you, and you 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 can't understand because they're, they're speaking their national language right so you have no idea but you have a gist of what you they're just saying know they're screaming yes well they're screaming out so you know they're yelling and it's not like 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 uh like hey you know like you got to do it this way. It's more like you know. It's like angry. Yeah, yeah it's an anger. You know, like <laughs> as they're yelling at, at the the guy, and it's just it's just always fun to watch that. So it's like, you know, it doesn't matter what language you you understand. You know, I mean, I did see a couple highlights that I think one of the luge guy was just dressed like Iron Man. Mm. He had like an Iron Man um, helmet. Um, Kind of my, I gotta be honest. I am completely oblivious to anything Olympics. Well, um, Sean White won the gold again for the uh, for snowboarding. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. took him three tries, but he got the third try. He got the got the like highest score ever. And he, uh... oh well, Sean White snowboarding coming to you next year on a on a PS4 or Xbox <laughs> One. <laughs> and apparently, an American figure skater landed like the very first triple axle or something like that oh. in like, the history of the winter olympics like successfully did it or something like that so so the year that i'm not watching all the exciting <laughs> stuff happens exactly oh look uh, I, mean, I didn't watch it i seen an article about it i read the headline and oh, kept scrolling okay. but i was like, like oh, okay i did see uh and I, you know what i sporadically see stuff like there was a guy dressed like uh, i think it was um jamie lannister in the figure skating you know that he and danced to like skated to like the Game of Thrones theme or mm. something. I'm like, oh, okay, at least they're loosening up on the on the music. I guess uh, I don't know. I, I, I said I've never really been an Olympics fan. Okay, I, I for well, whatever it's just, reason it's just this, this year's more of like kind of world history because North and Korea, North and South Korea walked in together in the, in the opening games and the opening ceremony together as one country as a unified country. So it's kind of like that, that uh, um, like, like, wow, like this is amazing. And uh, there was, you know, they were talking about on the Olympics. I don't know how true this is or not, but I did see it on NBC that they were talking, maybe having like, like have peace talks and like, like, you know, cause both leaders, well, the, the, the Kim Jong-un's sister was there at the, in the box with vice president Pence and the president of South Korea was in the same box. So it was a three. I'm like, wow. that must have been the most awkward box out of all. <laughs> of and I'm not even uh, talking about North uh, and South Korea being the same box. I mean, just leaving uh, me with pants. Uncomfortable <laughs> silences all around. Maybe they need the, you know, maybe they had to play the Rocky speech. If you could change, I could change. We all could change. 
Yes. And you better world, America. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, like I used to, like, I think now that it's not um, since thanks, thankfully, since cable came into existence, mm-hmm. or at least the last couple Olympics, the NBC Sports has their own channel, so you get to watch more of it there. Yeah. When we were younger, you were kind of forced to watch whatever. Like, there was nothing else on because all it was was the Olympics. Like, well, it's the thing. Like all sh- a lot of shows now are on hiatus because right. of the right. Olympics. Like CW, all their shows are now until the, the Olympics is over, basically. Until right. they, they NBC's come back. are too because uh, Criminal Minds, Law and Order, everybody took that break. Yeah, yeah. I mean it makes sense because you don't want to compete with you know this global sporting event where, hey. Good job yeah. skiing down a slope of well, ice. Well, say the world know? comes together for games, and you know you kind of go, you know, sure. I can you not watch it? But yeah, you're right. You can. Yeah, I, 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 it's like, hey, let's all compete in a sport to find out who the best is. If we can only solve the world problems that way, like, I just like, <laughs> yeah. hey, okay, guys, we're gonna, you know, all the words, we're gonna settle it with a bobsled race. Go, <laughs> all at the same time. Oh, look at that! Yay! And no one wins because we're all we all get participation medals. <laughs> Like, I just you know, I I did like the one. I think they took it away. Was the one the skiing one where skis shooting? No, skiing, it's still, no, no, it's still there. Oh, it's still there. Yeah, uh-huh. they were actually, actually coming on tonight as as we speak. Okay, this is going to sound completely horrible. So I like the Summer Olympics more because yeah. I'm a big volleyball fan. I think a lot of people like the regular Olympics more than the Winter Olympics. Yeah, because it's always cold. Who wants to see? You know, I. I I don't know. Like it's never been. I like bobsled. When I was younger, I liked to watch bobsled. I, li- I think the movie Cool Runnings is a good movie. Yeah, you know. <laughs> What's the little, uh, the little chant they do where at the end they go, "It's bobsled time," and then they all jump in the <laughs> they run and then jump in, I, and like fitting those little puzzle pieces together. And there's like five <laughs> dudes all shoved in this little bobsled. Yeah, I I always enjoyed that one. Um, um, figure skating has never been my thing. Uh, hockey, I'm a fan of. So yeah. I mean, of course, like after the '80s, you know, the Miracle on Ice. It, Kind of, it's been all lackluster since then, you know. <laughs> um, and Summer Olympics, I'm more of a fan because I do like beach volleyball and regular volleyball. I, I'm a, I used to play volleyball when I was younger, so it was what. In my head, I'm like, you just like the girls in the short shorts. I look, I'm not gonna lie, I am a male. <laughs> I mean, that is fun, but I'm also a fan of the sport itself. Sure, the view's nice, you know. Views <laughs> um, <laughs> is a plus. You know? Yeah, I, I enjoy like, volleyball, but hey, the views nice. that was a great spike. In her tight shorts. Right. Now, like, <laughs> um, like, would you rather watch men's volleyball or women's volleyball? <clears throat> if they're both on and you have to choose only one. Uh, it's got to be women's. Exactly. I, I look, I'm not, I, would be, I would be lying. If, <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. Um, I actually curled. Yeah. Um, it was a couple of years ago when curling first made the big scene in yeah. the Olympics. My friend Mark, our friend Mark, was like, hey, there's a place in Pennsylvania that'll give. It was a free day to learn how to do the curling thing. Mm-hmm. I got nothing to do that day, so I was like, sure, I'll go with you because you need like a certain amount of people. So I actually learned the sport of curling in a day. Okay. Now, granted, it's it, it's easy to learn, hard to master kind right. of thing because there's a lot of brushing involved. Yes, and a lot of like you're looking, you're watching on TV, you go, oh, that can't be too hard. It's like ski. It's like what do you call it? Um. Like ski ball in a way, you just kind of throw the rock and let it slide, and then there's someone brushing the ice, going. But it, there's actually a science because the brush heats up the ice and helps right. the hydroplane and 
how you do it a certain way. It's Gives the, it way the, it's to Carl. To, right. you know, yes. And it becomes like um, a shuffleboard yes. in a way with giant rocks. <laughs> like, you know? I, I always imagine it like, it's like you always see them sliding along the ice. Like they're not like really move, walking along. It right. Like they're sliding along with, with, the, with the curling stone and you're like – it's got to be like kind of like when you when you get freshly waxed off floor and you're wearing socks and you're just sliding around <laughs> like you know like Tom Cruise and Risky Business how he slips. <laughs> I I you kind of have to first of all that fucker's hot, heavy as yeah. all hell and it's got the handle and you kind of do like a one z two z three z and you kind of have to like they have to kind of toss it and kind of lighten your loafers a little bit. Yeah. So the rock kind of drags you with you. Like, you're kind of, best way of example, and this is only something for anybody who ever lived in an area of snow. When you grab onto a car as the snow goes by and, you, and it tows you, mm-hmm. that's kind of how the feeling it would have felt like while throwing the stone. Because you got to, like, hold on to it but let it drag you. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of have to angle it a certain way. And then then there's your teammates, you know, squeegeeing the ice to get to heat it up to get it to curl. Yeah. It was... It was fascinating, and it was a lot tougher than it looked. Uh, you like you watch the TV, go, I could do that. <laughs> Come on, give me, give me, hold my beer. Or well, I did, it, and I was like, oh, man, this fucking this is hard. Um, I missed out because apparently Mark and the gang did it this this year too. I guess he's doing it every Saturday. Really? Yeah. Really? Did, did I, he join a league? I, I guess he probably <laughs> did. Um, why does that not surprise me? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Holden on Friday, they have a, a whiteboard in like their dining room area that they'll put like Sunday through Saturday the schedule right. because they live together and work together and never go anywhere, but for, for whatever reason, cannot get on the same schedule. <laughs> so they just write notes on the whiteboard for anybody that walks by to be able to see like what they're doing. And on Friday, it just said Stacy. And then <laughs> Saturday, there was something curling game night with like right. uh, forward <laughs> slashes in between everything. So I'm assuming he like joined the league and is like I doing this. I'm so not surprised at that. No, not at all. I, he, I remember him thoroughly enjoying it. Like, cause Mark is very analytic, very, very analytical, very mathematic. Mm. And I think him and Matt are doing it together. I can see that too. You know, it's something to do something to do. Um, cause Mark, when he gets himself into something, cause when he <laughs> falls into like, he learned how to play pool, and he's really good at angles mm. and mathematics. So I can definitely see there's some he's trying to break down a math. It's like it, <laughs> it's like a beautiful mind for like crafts, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> with hobbies. He'd be like, okay, well, if I do it this way, and, and I'm like, all right, we have just give me the rock, I'll just toss it. No, <laughs> like, but uh, I'll, I'll just scrub, 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 scrub. No, you can't apply that much pressure. Why? Well, because then the angle will curl. Oh, now you're talking math. I'm out. Like, <laughs> like, like just tell me how much pressure I need to apply. Well, only like like two pounds of pressure per square inch. Okay, you know what? Hit my arm, <laughs> and then if that's the amount of pressure you want on the ice, I may be able to kind of. Like, how about you just hand me a hockey stick and a puck and let me shoot it against a net? I'll be better at that than I am chucking a rock down an ice. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're skating on uh, on the thing and you're coming around towards the net, yes. you're, at a, you're at a 45 degree Trust, angle. Oh yeah, go for that five hole. <laughs> like okay, uh, so yeah, so the Olympics, yay, yay. But and the other thing though, the big the big news, I guess, for last week was the fact that well, for scientific people anyway, for science is the fact that uh, SpaceX, who uh, own, is owned by Elon Musk, who makes the uh, cars, Tesla's the Tesla. Tesla cars. He launched a rocket that actually 
the the rocket came well it came most of it came back and landed on its own. There was two support rockets and a main booster rocket. The two support rockets did land uh perfectly on on, on land. The third one was supposed to land on a ship, but it was about uh like 30 miles off uh, off course and it landed in the ocean. So All right. Nobody got hurt, you know, of course. Angrily. But the uh, he he launched one of his cars into space with a, <laughs> yeah. with a spaceman sitting in there. It's kind of like reminded me of uh, of Heavy Metal, the the movie. Right. He, he also apparently, um, I think it was Space Oddity that David Bowie song was. Yes, playing. it was. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it played for hours on a continuous loop, and it died. I think like within five hours or something. Right. Because like how much power it had for the battery for the for the. Imagine the why then I think the article that my dad said he's like well, why'd you do that he's like because I can yeah that's basically like, what it was <laughs> like what else are you gonna do you know? like, sure why not like because I'm gonna cross branding my uh, my uh, my like this is now some spaceship just properties. Ca- casually flying by and they see a car with a guy with his arm out the window you know yeah so he's leaning <laughs> holding on ground the wheel. control to and Major it, Tom and the thing is, is you see you see the, the the dash that says don't panic there's a big screen on there it's a, oh it's, really yes. don't panic oh see that my heart just kind of it's a Douglas Adams yes, thing it's like, yep. oh it's great Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy oh that's great. So now it's, I think, somewhere around Mars at this point. Or, oh, is, is he shooting for Mars or is he it... was shooting for? He was shooting for uh, uh, Saturn. Uh, Mar- uh, no, he, I'm sorry. He, it's in Saturn. Saturn. Sorry. Oh, it's going Mars. towards. It's going Saturn. Uh, the he was shooting for Mars, but he the basically like with, without like corrections and stuff, he couldn't. Well, yeah, I mean, you're you're kind of like launching a car into space, and you kind of hope for the right angle. He tossed a rock into space, and like, I hope it makes it. <laughs> but no, the, the idea was the fact it was the, the rock itself, the Falcon itself, because if it's a reusable rocket, it's something that we can use, like countries could be interested in buying and, and investing right. instead of launching these rockets, letting them crash land on Earth, being destroyed. You know, just spending being, millions and billions of dollars into the space program where someone can, can find a way to affordably reuse what they have. Exactly. I, it, it's funny that it takes a private company. Well, I was saying like uh, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson actually a few days after the launch had a had a committee science committee. And he talked about because he was really impressed by the whole thing and. He he loved the fact, you know. Of course, though, my thing I told you before the show was the fact is that, of course, Chris Neil deGrasse Tyson goes, I know it didn't happen this way, but the thing is that if you want you want somebody gone, you don't know who's in that space, <laughs> right? Floating in space, and you'll never find out. All of a sudden, flash red, flash down to Disney. Yeah, that guy, Fantastic Four. I took care of him. <laughs> <laughs> He's out in space right now. <laughs> You didn't hear from me. <laughs> uh, but he, he was really impressed by it, and he, you know, he just he, he he said that you know it's 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 a viable source for us to in the future to you know instead of reusing uh, or using up our resources to reuse these resources is a great thing. Yeah. And that's, that's our next step. You know, he of course though his in his opinion though colonizing on Mars is going to be the most difficult right uh, uh, um, uh, thing we can ever do in ever? life. Endeavor, thank you. I was looking, oh, for, looking for a twenty-five cent word. Oh, let me just pull out that change. There's a there's a quarter. <laughs> uh, you know, so you know, it's it's a lot, and of course, a lot of the scientists feel the same way because it's just like I think it's the fear that the, the the because you know, and I and I'm saying like this, I'm like. I'm like, you're going to need ditch diggers in Mars. You're not going to have, you know, cause I, oh, we're going to send the top scientists, we're right. going to send all these geniuses up there, and no. I'm like, 
You're going to send cheap labor. Just, yeah, send the cheap labor to build the latrines and the and the uh, uh, you and cut, the buildings and stuff that you know. Cut this. down the prison population. Send their ass to Mars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wasn't that a movie? Yeah, it was get your ass to Mars. <laughs> I... No, I was thinking of that movie. I'm thinking there was one with the Ice Cube. It was uh, a prison oh, on Mars. Oh, uh, oh, was it Red Sun? No, Red Planet. I don't. Ah, uh, whatever. And yeah, we. I knew. I know what you're going with. <laughs> um, yeah, it would be kind of interesting. Like, I, why not just you know, instead of worrying about colonizing, how about exploration? Like, if we could find a way to reuse our own natural resources uh, like in like i'd say a ship form like i'm all about star trek mm. like build the big ass ship find a way to um self self-contain it mm. you know and be able to work on its own power i don't know you're out in space there's got a lot of sunlight apparently make it like somewhat solar powered you know yeah. and and be able to go from you know you have to achieve light speed i know but it warp would, drive warp drive um, but it would be nice. Just kind of, cru- I'm gonna cruise out to Venus, and I'll be back in you know a couple days. Yeah, you know, like I, I'm, I want to get my ass into space one day to kind of go like I'm gonna take a trip to the moon. I'll be right back. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna hit Wawa. It's the one on Mars. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> you know, they got the best pot stickers. Yeah, there. the best pot stickers. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> All right, you got anything else happening to you this week? Uh, no, that's pretty much it. How about you? Um, it was kind of a lackluster week. Nothing really spectacular. Uh, got some video gaming in. We went to the movies this week. Yes, we did. Instead of our Thursday night movie night, we went Thursday night to the movies. Yay! Yay! Um, anything? Um, you bought a new game. I started a new book that is actually kind of related instead of Harry Potter. It's a Batman book. All right. Okay. Yeah, that's right. I, my, I told you about my throw up of uh Yes, that yeah. was last week. And oh so that's right, Hellblaze. Yeah, Hellblade or yeah Hellblade. Hellblade. Uh we'll get to that later in the second half of the show. You know, I completely forgot about that. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. You're the best. <laughs> <laughs> but let's get to um movies. Yes. All right. Black Panther. Black Panther. So let's find out who Gee, let's find let's, out where it Let's see where are in the top five. A- anyone, or if it did at all. Anyone want to take a guess? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's see how much... Th- all right. How much do you think it made? I, I saw an article. It's, it's uh, $218 million. No. Oh, I have no idea. All right. Anyway. Well, then we'll that just was do worldwide. It. All right. <laughs> Number five was the number three movie of last week. It was the 1517th of Paris. It made $7.68 million over the weekend and 254 overall in the two weeks of release with a $30 million budget. All right. There you go. Number four is still number four. Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Still, still it the is top hanging five. Up, yeah. That's apparently, great. apparently, they're making a sequel. Uh, that made $7.94 million over the weekend and 377.6 overall in a nine weeks release with a $90 million budget. So, very good for them. Nine weeks in the top five. Number three was the number one movie of last week, 50 Shades Free. It made $16.9 million over the weekend and 76.1 overall in the two weeks release with a $55 million budget. Is that the last in the book it's series? It's the last. Thank God. <laughs> Number two is still number two. Peter Rabbit made $17.25 million over the weekend and $48.222 over the two weeks release with a $15 million budget. So are we getting Peter Rabbit too? Probably. <laughs> uh, 
All right, number one. Well, actually, no, no. It's still two weeks in. It still, it still hasn't, hasn't break even yet. Oh, okay. Here in the U.S. anyway. Uh, number one is a new release, Black Panther. Like, we were surprised. It made $192 million over the weekend, and that's it with the, with the total gross. And I have no budget for that one yet. So All right. But um, uh, congratulations to Black Panther. Yeah, I saw it was like $218 million worldwide. Okay. So like it beat all the all the MC the Marvel universe movies. It was bigger than Avengers in the opening weekend. It like broke shattered records all around the world. So too bad it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding, folks. It was really good. It was good. I I I do have a slight two slight things about it that I thought like and i actually one was one was i saw on a video somewhere on youtube and i'm like it may have like you know duh but the 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 one was some of the cgi wasn't that good but i mean as far as though the the action the storyline was still great so i I i'm not not giving like that bad of a big deal you know kind of thing on the on the cgi and the other thing i I don't know if i could talk about it or not but uh, it seems like every other costume that this that the the marvel's uh cinematic universe is doing to uh, uh, these characters, they're kind of making an Iron Man esque kind of of uh, technology with it. You know, it's more than just. I have a theory on that. Okay, go ahead. I don't know. Let's talk about. Let's talk about the movie first. Okay. I I, I really enjoyed it. I was excited to see the movie. Yeah. I wasn't disappointed. Um, acting was great. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it obviously leads off for sequels and and helps. It it works as a complete standalone movie mm-hmm. by itself, mm-hmm. but it also. Um, can fit nicely into this the ten year trek of the Marvel Universe movies that we've been seeing for like the last ten years, legitimately. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I thought Michael B. Jordan character he re- totally redeemed himself from Johnny Storm, <laughs> as far as I was concerned. Um, I can't wait to see him in Creed too. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I walked out kind of being like, "All right, it's a solid movie, solid movie." Yeah. Um, Space. I, I thought it was really good too. Um, there was like a small portion that kind of confused me that I can't, I know that I can't talk about right. because of the spoiler. Um, but within minutes I kind of worked it out in my own head and then didn't confuse me anymore. It was a, a plot hole, plot point. I'm not going to call it a hole cause I closed the hole on my own. I don't know if I closed it the way they wanted me to close it, but I was able to be like, wait, why'd that happen? Well, maybe that's why it happened. Okay. Move along. You know? Mm. Um, but I thought that it was really good. I enjoyed it. Um, there will, to be honest, there's not really anything that I could say bad about it. Right. You know, um, <clears throat> like at all, you know, it was okay. enjoyable. And if for whatever reason, you know, when I go to Texas, if one of my good friends wants to go see it, I would go see it with him in a heartbeat and enjoy it. I, I'm pretty sure this a second time around as well. Right. So. Ed. Well, I say that, I mean, I enjoyed it. I did highly enjoy it, but I mean, it wasn't, I wasn't like overly wowed with it because you 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 get the it's like almost like have a like a mold that that, that the marvel universe is, is right. putting their characters okay. into and it's slightly different don't get me wrong they're not all the same you know you're not getting the same thing churned out each time because it is a different character it is a different history it, it does and it's and the movie itself is beautiful just on the yeah, landscapes gorgeous. alone just visually that alone gorgeous. is it's visually beautiful that, if you're a fan of the lion king you're gonna love this movie <laughs> 
but uh, like I wasn't like overly wowed by it. Like it wasn't like oh my god, Black Panther. Right. Like I'm a huge fan now. You know. I'm right. Like, I'm gonna start collecting the comics. It's like no. I mean, it was a character. I'm not. I'm not. Wasn't a fan of Black Panther, so it was like status quo for me in a way. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know, I, I enjoyed it highly. It was another great Marvel movie. Another knockout in the park. You know. You go okay. But you go, yeah, it's not an arc in a park. You, you, you just kind of right. like, you're not standing up anymore. Like, you know, like when the, when the whenever, right. if Babe Ruth's hitting uh-huh. that next home around the park and you're standing up and you're like, whoo, and now you're just like, yeah, I'm just going to eat my hot dog. I just yeah, like, uh, oh, oh, look, he pointed again. Yeah. Oh, just, yeah, all right. He's, he's doing it. Shame, same shtick, different time. It's, uh, but it's, it, like I said, though, it, it, there is a lot of nuances to it just to go see it. And it's, like I said, it is visual, visually stunning. The storyline was great. I mean, it, it really gave you a a different take on a character that made it really nice. It yeah. made me cry twice. Did it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she told me she cried twice in that movie. One time that I know Sean looked over and noticed that yeah. I was crying. And it was like one of those cries. You know how like sometimes you'll just get watery-eyed and then like one single little tear will fall because your mm, eyes couldn't right. handle the fluid anymore? No. This was like crying down both eyes, all the way down my cheeks, down t- to the point where I was like, I'm not going to wipe my face until I know I'm done because <laughs> it's just going to keep coming, was the first cry. And then the second cry was just like a basic cry. But in my head, I'm like, I can't, I- I'm just going to stop watching anything made by Disney because no, I didn't know that Black Panther was going to make me cry. Like, I didn't just walk <laughs> in. You know, like, there's some movies that I just know. You know, like, when they do the live-action Lion King, I'm just going to bring tissues with me because the regular Lion King makes me cry like a baby. I'll prepare myself for that. I was not prepared for a superhero movie <laughs> to make me cry not once, but twice. So I was kind of mad. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a moment where it doesn't... It, it's, without spoiling it, there's the... What happens in Civil War to um, to Chala, um it, it affects him in a way. Mm-hmm. And, and it, 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 there's a moment where it's very Lion King-ish. Oh, like, oh, okay. That, okay. Yeah. Porn. Right. Yeah. She was right. just like, right. I look over and she kind of like, like wiping her. I'm like, kind of gave her a look like, is she, is she crying? Like, I thought maybe she was tired. No. Just rubbing her eye. Full on tears. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and then, it was like, kind of like, nerd. Yeah. <laughs> I said it. I didn't cry once in that movie. The only time, the only time I, I started to like tear up was during Civil War because I thought Captain America was going to buy it at the end. You right. Know, kind of I was like, this is, this is it. This is the moment. You know? Like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, it didn't happen. I'm like, I cried for nothing, you assholes. <laughs> uh, you made me feel something. You took it away, you bastards. <laughs> um, he, okay, um, this is me just hypothetically. Sh- I know nothing. Yes. I'm going to make that disclaimer right now. I'm an idiot. Okay. Right? It's very, you're right. There's a lot of technology in it. And you kind of, like you said, you know how they're kind of making it very um, Iron Man esque mm-hmm. in a way. Mm-hmm. Possibly, and I'm just throwing it out there, my own personal theory. Mm-hmm. You have um, the Infinity War coming up in May. In mm-hmm. May. Mm-hmm. What if they kill off Tony? What, you don't... what do you mean, what if? Let's be serious, okay? Motherfucker's gonna die. Okay, well, Infinity there's War. a possibility that t- that Tony Stark might not make Tony it through. Tony and Cap are the two big heavy hitters. One of them, if not both of them, are gonna die. I'm calling it. Uh, you're you're probably right. So that's what you do. You kill off the important people. Exactly. So <laughs> you figure if Tony, if they do kill off Tony, you can have Black Panther be the 
ipso facto leader of the Avengers mm. with his sister, who's in it, who happens to be a tech genius, mm-hmm. who helps you know modify a suit and stuff like that. She could be the Tony Stark of the new Avengers. Yeah. Possible. I'm, I'm just like I said, well, so the, I'm an the, idiot. No, I know you're, nothing you're, not, about... you're not the only one speculating this way. I'm going to have to really? say yes, yes. I did wow. see a couple videos on YouTube and the speculation that, that that's what it was. Like, she could be that uh, character. I don't know her name in the comic books. That right. They, the, the MIT student. Oh, the uh, uh, Riri uh, Wilson, I think her name yeah. is. The girl who becomes the Iron Heart. Yeah. Oh. So, like, like, like um, not exactly, but along right. those lines, like, it right. could have that kind of continuity to it where she could be, like, an Iron Man-esque character, you know, based off of the next, you know, set of movies. Uh, so, okay, so I wasn't too much of an idiot. No, I mean, she could just may very well take up Stark Industries. If Tony dies, then somebody has to conti- still continue to run that aspect of Tony Stark. You know what I mean? Like, Iron Man is one aspect, but Stark, oh. Stark Industries and everything it does. Well, yeah, but Tony, Tony Stark Industries is run by Pepper. Yeah. Yeah, and but but Wakanda's got their own shit sure, going on. They, they have a whole lot of I don't, stuff going I, on. I think they but if look, Tony dies, do you really think Pepper's going to be able to like continue on? Because I'm a girl. No, no, no. I, I think what's going to happen is that it, Wakanda's going to go. Oh, Stark Industries, that's cute. Look at what we got. Sure. And then they're going to be like, you know what? Like in the new trailer for Infinity War, you see Cap's got a new shield, and it kind of unfolds. And I'm like, oh, he gets a new toy. Like <laughs> I'm kind of hoping like. It might kind of meld in that way, unless sure. you know Tony made it for my dad. It, but no, it's Wakanda. It's Wakanda. Yeah. yeah. So you figure there's a possibility of get this man a shield. <laughs> and you figure if they do bump off Tony, you still have the the future tech available through Wakanda. I, I just like, want you to stop saying if. And start saying when. Look, this is... RDJ's been doing Tony Stark for a long time. Ten okay. years. So every, ten years. His, the moment has to come where eventually he hangs up <laughs> that mantle of it. You're right. Okay. You're right. <laughs> Stacy's going to run back with a knife and just like, there you go. <laughs> Done. You know. Let's move on. And that's sad for me. I love the <clears throat> Iron Man movies and I adore Robert Downey Jr. I think he plays a phenomenal Iron Man I love it. I love the sass and like the arrogance and like everything that comes with him. But like everybody's time ends. You're absolutely Tony, right. You gotta go. Somebody's I, gotta go. He's cashing in those checks. Like what? You want me in this movie? You're gonna pay me. Like yeah. uh, all right. Like all right. I'll take this much. You know, uh, at how, some point, the mouse how, is like, you know what, Mister Ju- Downey. Yeah. I'm listen, Mister Junior. Listen, Junior. <laughs> there's only room in here for one big cat, and that's me. You know. <laughs> Like it'd be like hey, you want me to you want me to start in Spider Man? All right, uh, how much is your budget? Uh, one hundred and fifty. Make it one hundred and seventy million because I'm taking twenty off the top. Like you know, <laughs> and people were like, "All right, you're, you know what? He's so charming. Sure, here's twenty million dollars. Here's your check. You know, uh, no, no, I'm sorry. They say twenty. I million fifty. Oh, sure, no problem. Let me just erase that two and put a five. Thank you. <laughs> you know, he's got the code. <clears throat> I mean, yes, I, I. I you are absolutely right, but I'm also not being like. Okay, well, well here's the here's the bigger question. Okay, here's Uh-oh. the bigger question: When these people <laughs> go, yes, because you know they're going to go eventually, one point or another. They gotta die. They're gonna they're gonna go because you know either they're gonna be replaced or they're gonna or, age out, or they you know, age out, or they're going to die with depending on how Disney does it. Yeah. <laughs> how how impactful will the movies be after that? Um, I think it depends on how I think when those characters go 
you're going to need at least one movie to kind of deal with the fallout of that, mm-hmm. you know, or at least the repercussions of whatever happened to cause those characters to die. Yeah. Um, I, I think, I think that'd be fine. Cause I mean, let's face it. Now you have, if in 10 years time, you've established other characters. Yeah. So like maybe with, you know, the death of Captain America or the death of Iron Man, you still have maybe someone takes up the mantle of Iron Man and you have Iron Man five, but with whoever's taking on that, like maybe it's War Machine, maybe it's Don Cheadle's character mm-hmm. who is now the new Iron Man because he's used to being in the suit. Maybe snowballing it here. Maybe Tony's got one more movie left in him. Captain America dies. He becomes the Iron Patriot for a little while to honor Cap. Yeah. You know? And you have. You don't think they would kill them both in one movie? I think here's the thing. You know, like kill one of them halfway through, make that person that's still alive deal with the loss of everything, and then kill the other I, one at the end. Well, I mean, it's quite possible. I mean, I, two big deaths is going to hurt. I she's like, I want to see bad. people die. die. <laughs> well, okay, I think that first of all, you need to mend the fence between Cap and Tony. Yes. All right. Oh, but it'd be beautiful if they bend it and then somebody dies. Well, I think that's, that's perfect. well, that's what you see. You you figure right before perfect writing. They mend their ways because, you know, let's face it, Cap's going to either call Tony or Tony's going to call Cap at some point in time in in that first movie. And then let's say Cap dies. Mm -hmm. A noble death because he's 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 the only guy who's an actual soldier. Yeah. And the whole group, well, except maybe for um, Hawkeye and Black Widow. But he's a guy who's always been mad at the time. He's um, it's his his job to sacrifice himself for the greater good. Mm hmm. Tony's the kind of guy that would try talking him out of it because the greater good sucks. You know, you being around is more important because you're a symbol, you blah, blah, blah. Mm. Cap is like, whatever. I Sure, Tony, I agree with you. And then hit like a booster and he flies off while while Cap runs into the fray thing, dies. Tony, have, because he's so hot-headed at times, he just wants revenge and he sacrifices himself to kill the big bad or sacrifices himself, not necessarily for the greater good, but for his own selfish reason, because it's the right, not because it's the right thing to do. It's because it's the cool thing to do. Mm. They gonna bite it. It's happening. You know, I mean, again, we're, we're snowballing, spitballing. We're walking down. Like if, if I was writing it, there would be one death is going to have to mean the death of the other in a way, you know, okay. um, it's gotta be impactful. It's gotta mm-hmm. be meaningful. And if they do kill off both of them, the writing's on the wall. Hmm. I mean, let's face it. I mean, we all know that in comic book history, Steve Rogers did die, hmm. and at the end of Civil War, actually. Yeah. So that's why I'm like not surprised that he, you know, um, didn't die then. Right. This would be a perfect time for it. Hmm. You know, Thanos maybe grabbing him or something. Who knows? Could be anything. Tony getting pissed off and being like, and getting his ass handed to him first, because Tony will run in hot headed, get his ass handed to him. Maybe be on the brink of death, and then while he's laying in bed, come up with a better idea, be able to out be out out sass Thanos and win the day, mm. and be like, Haha, "Fuck you!" and boom, and blow them both up. You know. Okay. So, do you think that it would be more impactful if <laughs> Cap dies and then Tony has to go on, or if Tony dies and then Cap has to go on? Because um, it's two different kind of feelings. I think Cap needs to die for it to be an emotional impact. Now, right. I will be upset if Tony Stark dies. I love, I like you, I love Robert Downey Jr. 
he was around. He if it wasn't for the success of Iron Man, you wouldn't have these movies. Sure. And so, but Captain America is the heart and soul. Yeah, I know. You know, it's it, so I think that if he if they kill him, they need to kill him first because it's the way to kind of it. You're like, how can you go on when the symbol of the guy who is the guy who always got the great speeches? You know, he's the guy who can motivate everybody. He's the guy that kind of like, you know, we got to do it because it's the right thing to do. Not necessarily because it's, you know, you know, it, it's because it's right. Not because it's good, you know, and you're like, let's go get him cap. And then you take him out. You're like, Oh, what do we do now? Like the whole team could be lost. And you as an audience member, if you're really connected to cap could be a little lost for a while. And sure. Tony's stepping up going, let's get him. And then you kind of like, yeah, they fucked with cap. Let's get him. See, but there's that part of me that thinks if Tony goes first, <clears throat> it's going to ignite a certain flame in Cap. You know what I mean? Not a, a vengeful flame like one that would be ignited in Tony, but a vengeful flame in a more noble way that could get ignited in Sure. Cap. Well, I agree. Movie-wise, it's more symbolic sure. if Iron Man becomes the heart and voice for sure. the team for that one moment. You I kill agree. the guy... Who was that? And then Tony, out of all people, and then humanize him. Be the guy who gives the Captain America speech sure. at the end as they run off, and then he sacrifices himself because remember he had that dream sequence in Avengers mm-hmm. where it's him or the team, and he chooses to sacrifice himself for the team because it's what Cap would have would have done himself. Totally dying. <laughs> there you go. Now don't go see Infinity War. <laughs> we just told you. Um, okay, well, we got totally I disagree. I totally disagree, but you know. That's oh, what, what do you what do you think? Well, no, I mean, I, I, because I, I know that they're signed off for the next Avengers movie. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of flashbacks. <laughs> true, true. It could be could be a flashback moment, but I mean, I, I, I think that to be honest with you, I think they both buy, buy it, bought it at the same time. Really, you think Thumb and Lee I think style? I, they I, hold hands <laughs> like as they're flying to go I, kill I something. Think, <laughs> I think, I think it's a, it's like a one-two punch, basically. Like Cap goes in, and Iron Man's the backup, you know, kind of thing, and it's Thanos is bam, and Cap's down, and then you know, uh, you know um, Tony's still flying in, and bam, <clears> he's like one-two, and it's gone. It's just like now you got your two main guys, like your two heavy hitters, gone. What the fuck do you do? I was cry, cry, I, or, I, or well, then the new leadership rises up, which is going to be Black Panther. It could be. I, I think. It I hope so because he's the strongest character out of so far. Have we yeah. seen like I'm not. I'm like like you 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 have Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, strong character. You have Chris Evans as Captain America, right. strong character. You have um, who's who plays uh, 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 Hawkeye. Oh, um, um, uh, Clearly, he's not that strong. No one. Uh, Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. I don't think he's a strong enough character actor no. to, to carry the film because that's like he just doesn't seem. Like he can that be the like, heart. He can be like you know, like when you walk out that door, you're an Avenger. That you get that motivational speech from him. You can take him out easily, and they're yeah. like, "Oh, they killed Hawkeye." Shit, like yeah. you know, you don't really. You don't see coming like, to theater, Hawkeye, Scarlet Witch, the same thing. Yeah, you know, Vision, the same thing. The, the, the uh, uh, Black Widow, Black Widow. I mean, you know, Black Widow could be a slightly stronger character, but she's she's iffy. She's heavy. right because she's a spy. She's right. basically a spy. So she's hit and miss. So your two heavy hitters are gone, and you have Falcon. Let's face it. Yeah, let's face it. He's just a follower. He's not. Yeah. He's not a leader. He's a follower. You know. 
he's like, I'm, I want to be one. Of the, I like cabs, so I'm just follow. Cabs going, I'm going. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> we got, but well, we got shrimp. We got some gumbo shrimp. We got. Some, yeah. <laughs> He's just he's he's the psychic. Exactly. You know, um, you know, well, Ant Man. Eh, no, Ant Man can't be a leader because he is he's his own person. Yes. He's not. He want he'd want to do it, and he'd want to try it, but he knows himself he'd fail. Yes. Everybody would be just kind of looking. at him like that plan is stupid. And We're gonna do this. Spidey's a kid. Yeah. No, nobody's listen to him. No one's gonna listen to him, man. Plus, he's still on Sony's side. You know. Thor, <laughs> Thor can't do it. Hulk can't do it. Nope. I think it might be that maybe both of them together at the same time, like Tony says something and, and Cap goes, I got that reference. And then boom. Yeah. Like, he's like, you know, like a thumb, like, like a thumb and Louise hold hands as they slam into something. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like they're getting ready to go and Cap, uh, Iron Man goes over, should we hold hands? And then Cap goes, I got that reference. And they kind of laugh as they both explode. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> sure, why not? Like, yeah, all right. Think of that morbid? Sure. Okay. <laughs> I, I agree with that. <laughs> they can't go out on a sad note. They got Tony's got to make at least one joke. You know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, then. Uh, uh, so we all give Black Panther a thumbs up. Yes. All right. So then let's come find out what's hitting Blu-ray and DVD this week. I'll be honest. Not much. All right. Uh, For those of you at home playing the game, go to digitalbits.com and find out what's coming out this week. But here's what I think has some meaning to, to pick up this week. Uh, Daddy's Home 2 is coming uh, out on uh, Blu-ray and DVD this week. Oh, yay. Exciting, I know. Uh, Daddy's Home is getting the 4K treatment as well, so if you want to get oh. that. But if you don't have either one and you go, well, you know what? I really want to pick up like, one set. You can. Daddy's Home and Daddy Home 2 in a, in a double feature Blu-ray is coming out this week as well. I, I've never seen Daddy's Home. I kind of want to see it because I like the other guys. <laughs> so to see the two of them together in a movie, not once but twice, I uh, and I'm glad to see Mel Gibson getting back into acting. Yes. You know? <laughs> All right. Um... The Star is also coming out on Blu-ray and DVD, which I have no idea, but it has Zachary Levi and Oprah Winfrey in it. That's, That's the that, old Jesus, movie. Jesus movie. Okay. It came out around Christmas. I didn't, yeah. I didn't even had no idea it was on. The Three Camels, uh, Tracy Morgan's the voice of one, yes. Oprah Winfrey's the voice of one, now, and I don't remember. Tyler Perry. There it is. The, as soon as you said Tracy Morgan, I'm like, I remember that now. <laughs> so, okay. I'm going to get Jesus. Gonna make my cousin. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get you pregnant. <laughs> That's my Tracy Morgan. Thank you. <laughs> and, and season one of uh, Midnight Texas is coming out on Blu-ray. This is a kind of like a if you're into those like supernaturals and and uh, those kind of like uh, uh, the magicians and all those kind of shows. That's another one uh, about a, a, a city in Midnight Texas. All, right. all strange stuff happens. That is all I have for uh, DVD and for television and or Blu-ray and DVD for television and movies. Do you have any honorable mentions you'd like to add? I'm looking. I, nothing really is jumping out at me, to be honest. Um, uh, there's a David Bowie on Reflection, a hardback book plus two DVDs by David Bowie. Um, that's kind of weird. Um, <laughs> I hope he wrote it before. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if he wrote it after. Like, you know... <laughs> Um, I'm the new thing of Ghost Rider, baby. Yeah, I just, you know, I knowing him, he'd be like, you know what? A year after I've gone, or two years after I'm gone, release this, release this. He would be, he would do something like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I got really nothing. Really, it is a light week, actually. All right. Well, then, what's coming out in video games? That can't be any better. <laughs> no, it isn't. 
Uh, Rad Rogers by THQ Nordic for the PS4 and Xbox One, and that's Tuesday release. Sure. Then we have Metal Gear Survive by Konami. Wow. Let me try that again. Metal Gear Survive by Konami for the PS4 and Xbox One, and that's also a Tuesday release. Uh, this is the first Metal Gear Solid, first Metal Gear game without the guy who created it. Okay. And it's set in, it's supposed to set take place in between um, Metal Gear Solid Ground Zeroes and Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. Mm-hmm. Apparently, you get teleported to another dimension where there's zombies, and you have to survive hordes of zombies. An alternative universe and a struggle to survive mm-hmm. and understand this new environment. Players engage in both single and connective co-op. In the battle for survival, scavenge materials must be brought out into unusable items, gear, and weapons if you have any hope of making it home. Yeah, I. a lot of people are kind of really like, because this is the this is the, Konami, I think, fired the guy who created the Metal Gear Solid, you know, the, the, the whole series. And this is the first one to come out, and you're like, it's a zombie game? Really? <laughs> That's just Kids like, like the zombies. Let's do that. It actually reminds me a lot like Fortnite because in Fortnite you break down stuff and you build up your base and you have to fight off either a zombie alien attack of some sort. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay, well, good luck with that one, folks. What else you got? Uh, then we have Sword Art Online, Fatal Bullet by Bandai Namco and Entertainment America Incorporated for the PS4 and Xbox One. That's a Friday release. That one looks kind of interesting to me. I'm not a big Sword Art online person but mm-hmm. the idea is that this is the video game that they play in the game it's very like um it would be like hey there's a vi- we're in a tv show and in that tv show we play a video game and then they come out with a game about that video game that you play okay it was it's really, really very meta very meta it looked kind of interesting all right what else and finally past cure pure the 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 Past Cure for the PS4 and Xbox One. That's a Friday release. Yep. I got nothing on that one. Past Cure is a dark psychological thriller that blurs the lines between dreams and reality. An intense, cinematic, story-driven experience blending stealth and combat gameplay. Players are challenged to use any array of skills varying from powerful time-bending metal... Time... Powerful time-bending mental uh, mental ability, sorry, to brutal melee combat and stealth skills. Oh, okay. That is all I have on that. Yeah, all right. What do you say we take a break and we come back and I'll uh, I'll give a couple game reviews? All right. Sounds and, awesome. And uh, we'll get to the news and we'll, Stacey might give a semi-book review? Sure, I can. All right. I mean, you mentioned it earlier. I didn't know if you wanted to talk about it or not. Um, I don't have a lot about it, but it is... In the Batman universe. So, All right. Sure. If there's time. Okay. So what we'll do is we'll, we'll make time. Oh. Oh. Well, on that note, we'll take a break and we'll see you in a bit, folks. Well, we're back, folks. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah. Um, that's okay. No, no flat tires on the way to part two. <laughs> to the end of part two. <laughs> uh, yeah, cars are a beautiful thing. That's all I got to say about that. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> I believe I, I got to pay. Um. Well, thanks uh, for listening to here part one. Um, what? Now you got me thinking, like, how would Forrest Gump teach a tire? <laughs> Jenny, Jenny, I need a jack. Jenny, what's a lug nut? 
<laughs> Jedi. I I won't drive. I run everywhere, Ed. Don't you know that? I Jenny, it happens. <laughs> I got paid. <laughs> so we own the shrimp boat. Ted <laughs> Dan got legs. Magic legs. Magic legs. <laughs> What a segue. Uh, what, a, what a tangent. Anyway, so thank you for listening to part one. If you enjoyed this part of the show and we'd like to continue on in this magical mystery tour of ours, you can download part two. But first, if you want to listen to us live for whatever reason, you you go to, you go you got nothing to do on a Sunday night like around seven thirty PM, you go Eastern Standard Time, by the way. You go, eh, I got nothing to do. Oh, I know. Ed and Sean and Stacy, their geeksters is on live. I can just go to AquanetRadio.com or iTunes Radio or tune in. Just search on Aquanet Radio and those apps. And you can join us again live Sunday nights, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And while you're there, why don't you go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter, at Geeksters. But of course, if there's anything you'd like to talk to or talk about, or want a certain viewpoint on things, and you want them from Ed, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or if you want Sean's viewpoints, you can contact him at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. And we'll see you in part two. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It though. could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.